The NFL Week 2 Recap and Cover Edition of Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Fantasy. Pick them in college. Went up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGP and Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first deposit. Start making smarter bets today. And with that, let's do one of these things. Say as we already got comments coming in here. I am CJ Sullivan, your man in the box. box. Host of the bottom line bombs, JC from KC. Welcoming all the C generates. He's my he's my greeter. He's my C generate greeter, JC. I love it. Um as we do the second half of the C block. I was just on the college experience with Dundee, Colby. Picks Dundee, and now it's me. See this old man in the box. Bottom line bombs. That's our C block every Monday, Thursday, live. Starts at noon Pacific, and then it goes on until probably around three. We'll see how this goes. Um, Monday and Thursdays at noon. Um, a lot to talk about today, the NFL recap show, and I'll give out bombs for Monday night football right up top. That's what I've been doing for all you live listeners. You get the free nuggets, the free, uh, I don't know what it is. Treats, blessings. I bestow my primetime bombs have been good. See what I do is because the show, you know, gets pod. So by the time people listen to it later on, the, the money, the, the Monday night game will be over with. So that's why if you come listen live, you get the bombs. You get the free ones. So you, I guess let you open up a new window. You can listen, open up a new window, and make it an incognito window if you need to. An incognito window to your soul, which I always say is uh, Shazam, by the way. People like to say Spotify. People like to share their Spotify playlists. That's, that's all what you think you want people to think you are, Spotify. Yeah, this is the music I'm listening to. No, it's not. Shazam, that's who you really are. Open up that open up the hood to your Shazam window. Cowards. Anyway, um I've been to Madbox. Bottom my bobs. Let's get into it because I have to do it early. Top to give you guys the blessings so that I can really get my sink my teeth into it. There's two Monday night football games tonight. Because they're doing an experiment on you to see how much money they can make. It is. It's uh, New Orleans, Carolina, and Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Two Monday night games. One, and they why? And usually they do the doubleheaders. One after the other one. You know, one early, one later. But no, 
they're going to do it at the same time. Why? To see, they just want to see who gets more ratings if if they can sustain it on cable and besides network, if you get more network ratings because it's on ABC, they're going to find out and we're going to take it hook, line, and sinker. Just like we do with all their other experiments. Netflix, they figured out that we don't care if a show is good or not as long as we can watch it on a tablet or our watch while in the toilet. That's all we care about. How can we digest it? Who cares what it is? Anyway. So there's two Monday Night Football games, which is exciting. I wish there should always be two Monday Night Football games. But I want one after another. I don't want boom at the same time just so we can see what producers can make money for, networks can make money. Ah, but as long as it goes to a good place, Disney and ESPN, the worst people in the world. But there's money to be made by us, C-Generates. Uh, 4-0, by the way, in my last four primetime bombs. I'll get into what the picks did. We had a good weekend with the picks for the contest as well. That'll be after the break. But first, I, I like to tell the quick shout-out. Um, shout-out. No, I need to give the shout-out to Monday Night Football Bombs because there's two good games, kind of. They're games. They're not even good games. But I, I said I, any games are good games. Two good games. New Orleans Carolina is not a good game, but I'll be on it. Let's get into that one first. Four, my last four no primetime bombs, I gave out the under and the Jets-Bills uh, game, which hit easily. It helped that uh, – Aaron Rodgers' career died that night, but unders, an under is an under. Still go to the window. And uh, last Thursday, we gave out Philly first half, which was a miracle cover, but we got it. Another one. <laughs> All it took was a Jefferson fumble through the end zone and a 60-yard field goal. But, hey, we got to there. But Hawkinson and Dallas go there. We hit both their props. So that's great. 4-0, no, last four. 4-0, four no, last four primetime bucks. Let's start out with that first one. New Orleans, Carolina. New Orleans is minus three, I believe. Is that the line? Let me take a look real quick. What is the, what's the latest line? Latest lines are, yeah, minus three and over 40. Cleveland, Pittsburgh is 239. Both were creeping up. I like the over to New Orleans, Carolina, but this Carolina team, normally this would be a classic. You got to take the interdivisional home dog on primetime, but I think Carolina is a mess. I don't think they're going to be good at all. Um, and I think Derek Carr is not bad. I love Derek Carr's over prop, 234 and a half. We're going to bomb that. It's one of my favorite ones. We're going to take the Saints, minus three. We're going to bomb that. And I'll give one prop. I already gave the car prop. I'm going to give three bombs for each game. Take them as you will. Uh, Jamal Williams, anytime touchdown is plus 120. This is this is crazy to me. This is plus money. I thought this would be like minus 180, like Stefan Diggs. So we're gonna now he's gonna be the only running back they have. And he's Jamal Williams. You know, 15 touchdowns last year. Of course, Kamara's out for stomping a guy in the elevator to near death in Las Vegas. The rookie's hurt. It's all Jamal Williams. And this Carolina uh, defense, if you didn't notice, got torched on the ground by Atlanta last week. So Jamal Williams to score a touchdown plus 120. I mean, come on. See generates unload and bomb it. I probably just should do that game. 
But there's two. There's a double Monday night game. And I'm just going quick to the picks so then we can get into the narratives. So don't tell you on that. Don't. They also said. They also say to leave your picks towards the end of the show. That way they listen to the full episode. But when it's time sensitive like this, when you got to get to the window, I got to help you guys out. I don't want to, you know, I know you'll you'll listen to me anyway. My bits are better than my picks, so. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Pittsburgh, Carolina. Pittsburgh, Carolina. I'm not Carolina. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. that's That's one of the contest picks we gave out. That's our fifth one. We went 3-0-1. So we're trying to stay undefeated. We have Pittsburgh plus two and a half in the contest. It's at two now. I still like Pittsburgh. I'll give out Pittsburgh on the money line. They're winning this game. Cle- like we said long- like we said on Thursday, Cleveland fans, they know they don't get to beat Cincinnati and Pittsburgh back-to-back. They just don't get that much joy. That's who Cleveland is. They, they get worked up. They destroyed Cincinnati. They were like, oh, our defense is amazing. And then it's going to crash. It's going to come crashing out. And it's, it always happens in Pittsburgh. Tom will never lose a dog at home Monday night. This is what he does. Um, as far as, as far as props though, there's a couple two props. I like in this game. Uh, one is Deshaun Watson over 24 and a half rushing yards. Bomb that. I don't think he's right with the passing game. He's rusty, though. That's what I keep saying about Sean Watson. He's rusty. He's fucking, he's played like 10 games or eight games already. When does the rust wear off? Maybe this is who he is. Have we thought about that? Is that, is that come up at all? Anyway, but he has been rushing lately. So he knows, and when things get tough, they got to run the ball. So over 24 and a half for Watson rushing. I like that a lot. And the other one is, uh, how about an old name, Allen Robinson? His prop is 30 and a half receiving yards um, with uh, Amari Cooper out. Oh, that's for Elijah Moore. I mean, what's my call? Deontay Johnson is out. I also like Elijah Moore, but Deontay Johnson's out for Pittsburgh. So Allen Robinson's going to step up 30 and a half yards. Come on. Let's pop that. With Kenny Pickett. Halloween. I mean, these props will be hit by halftime. Cigar piece for the double Monday nighter. Um, Yin's, uh, Yin's going to have a big game. It's the perfect buy low on Pittsburgh, sell high on Cleveland. You tell me a week before the games last week, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh will be getting points versus Cleveland at home? Absolutely not. So that's what we're going to do. So uh, welcome, C-Generates, and thank you for joining us here on the C-Block. We're a little bit rushed because I have so much to talk about with the weekend, so let me get to the reads. Those are my those are my Monday Night Bombs. Good luck with that. I detonate that. These are, Those are just mainly for you live listeners here in the YouTube and in the comments. Jump on in the comments. Go ahead and engage and enrage me, as I like to say. So today's show, we'll be recapping the NFL week, what happened over the weekend. Um, the picks, we'll go through that. I have a man in a box segment towards the end, of course. Talk a little bit about the Colorado Colorado State game, which was fucking amazing on Saturday night. And uh, let's get off to the bombs. Let's get into it. Todd Morris jumps in with the bomb detonations. I'll give you a bomb sound effects. Why not, brother? Brother. <laughs> brother C-Generates. Let me tell you about DraftKings. We're back with another week of football. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in the NFL action. Great offers every single game day. No customers can bet $5, get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down any of this week's epic matchup, get an instant winner. 
DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers take advantage of two new offers every game day this summer, September. Uh, line I like, like play tonight's game, like the ones I just gave you. Give me Pittsburgh money line, New Orleans minus three. Two great lines right there. And football is more fun when you're on the action. So download the app, get use code SGP. New customers bet $5, get 200 insulin bonus bets. Only with the code SGP. Gambling problem? You call 1-800-GAMBLER, you see DraftKings.com backslash sportsbook for details. Responsible bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Issuance, not insurance. Uh, game time is also brought to you a ticket app. Personal, that's when you go game day. You don't buy your tickets on the app. No stress, no looking ahead, no changing the prices. I'm going to the Dodger game tonight, Dodgers-Tigers, because why wouldn't I? I have some friends who are Detroit fans. They want to go. And uh, I told them, let's use the game time app. Because the closer it comes to the first pitch between Tiger and Dodgers, the cheaper it's going to be. Trust me, and game time app has all the technology that does that for you. It's got flash deals, last minutes. You can look at the tickets, where you're going to sit. Hell, for the Tigers, they might let us get in the bullpen. Why not? Pitch a few innings. Um, and you got to be careful where you sit in Dodger Stadium as well. So that's why I'm going to use the game time app for that. It seems like every section, at Dodger games, if you've never been to one, um, the in every section of the stadium, a scene from the movie Training Day is happening somewhere. Like in the upper deck, Ethan Hawke's in the tub about to get his fucking face blown off at the Mexican house party. There's judges behind home plate paying off each other. There's some kind of crimes are happening, so you got to be careful. That's why you use game time. Download the app, create an account. Use CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Code CFBX, $20 off. And we're back on the bottom line, bombs. <laughs> I am your host, C.J. Sullivan. Thank you, everyone who's in here live, listening, watching. we got a lot of... Got a lot of viewers. I love it. Todd Morris one says, hopefully nobody had a bad beat by that Rams last minute field goal. Ha, ha, ha. That was, oh, I'll start right off with that one. Because my picks went, well, first I, have a, first I have a confession before I get to the Rams game. Um, see generates. Hold on. I have, to, uh, I have to pull up the sound bite first. I was told there's a... Uh, I have the, I have the main guys here. It is I I I did what they call here on the on sports game podcast now called Benedict Arnold. I I betrayed my C generous. and I didn't get bit by it, but it did hurt a little bit. I gave out a pick on Thursday, and then when I came to submit it to my proxy Vegas Andy. On Saturday morning, I switched off. Now, did it come beneficial? Yes, it did. Did I see generates? No. Probably not. Would I do it again? You're goddamn right I get. Because this is smart money and how it works. Jesus Christ, it's a long song. Um, but what happened was I gave out the Chargers minus three. 
on here. And then the Austin Eckler news happened afterwards that he wasn't going to play. So the line came down to two. So I switched off. And I said, I'm not submitting the charges. I can't, I can't get as much as I hate Mike Vrabel and I want to get him. I had to switch off. it, And I switched off that to the Falcons minus one, which pushed. Which, if you also listen to me, I say I don't want lines that push. I want, I want to have a hook on there for a contest because you want for game theory. But I'm like, how? What's the odds someone's going to win by one point? Nah, eh, pretty good. And of course, the Falcons win by one. They tried to get that touchdown. It went for a fourth down and for the minute to go, and they, then they then they still kicked the field goal. That's crazy. But. We switched off from a loss to a tie. We'll take it. So we went 3-0 and 1. Um, the Chargers, of course, lost because that's what they do. That's what they fucking do. I don't know how they lost that game. Even without Eckler, they lost that game. Staley snapped. Staley's got to go. And he knows he's got to go. <laughs> he, he snapped out of one of the reporters. Like, everything's fine. What are you talking about? We lost two games. How do you think we feel? Whoa, whoa, buddy. All right. I was just saying. Uh, do you know where the... Uh, where the buffet is. I just wanted to get something to eat on the way out of here. All right, everything's fine. The bagels are on the side. No, everything's not fine, Staley. You're a terrible coach. I mean, I don't understand. He's a, he's a young coach, so you'd think he'd be like into the you know the mathematics, the analytics, and all that. But he's not. He's a young defensive coach who's not good at defense. Like I don't understand what he's about. Get him out of there. This is ridiculous. They're the most fucking no, whatever. Anyway, but we 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 benedicted a bit. We got closing line value though, CLV. Oh, that's one of my least favorite terms in gambling, by the way. For anyone out there who doesn't know, close when they hear when you hear the line, if someone tells you they got closing line value, they're a pretentious prick. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but to, to get excited about closing line value, I get it. But it's only for it's only to be rubbed in people's faces. That's what I hate about it. You're rooting for it to hit that middle number. Closing line value. So the Falcons. We'll start with the Falcons game. They were plus two when the line opened versus Green Bay, and then it moved, 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 moved. Contest was minus one. Then it, I think it went off at Atlanta minus three yesterday. So a kickoff, Atlanta was minus three. So if you bet Atlanta minus three, you lost because they won by one. But if you had them earlier in the week at plus two, you win. So the closing, you bet your number, then the closing line value, you have like five points of closing line value, right? which, which is a pretty big number. But people who brag about closing line value are assholes. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you, you, you laid the three with Atlanta. <laughs> you should have you listened to me on Tuesday. Yeah, well. Sorry, I wasn't hammering down my NFL bets on Tuesday. I was doing other things. Like like wasting money on baseball bets, okay? Don't tell me about your closing line value. Same thing with the Chargers. The Chargers were minus three, and then it went down to two and a half because of Eckler's news. I'm like, well, I'll have the worst of the number. You got to get the best of the number. I always get the worst of the number. Either way, we got to push with Atlanta. <laughs> we got to push with Atlanta. We didn't give out the Rams, even though I officially said that. But if you check out the stats, if you go to the Circa website or the Circa Twitter handle where they have all the standings, man in a box. Look for your man, man in a box. He's out, he's there in the Circa Millions. Hopefully we'll go 4-0-1 with the Steelers tonight. 
to bounce back from our awful two and three week, but we're up there. The uh, the three wins were Baltimore, Seattle, and the Rams. So I will talk about that Rams, Todd Morris, and uh, oh yeah, we got that. We got that win. You want to call it a bad beat? Sure. If you had the Niners, it was a bad beat. I I'll I'll grant you that. Although I argue that the Rams were the best, were the proper side of that bet. The Rams. <laughs> I mean, they they could have won that game. When the Niners scored right before halftime, that hurt with a lot of bullshit penalties in the end zone. That hurt, obviously. The interception that came popped right out of Williams's hands, that hurt. And then, then Stafford just threw a at that point, Stafford's like, Well, I haven't thrown one of my regular old fashioned Matt Stafford interceptions yet. Let me do that. That that first one wasn't my fault. Let me let me do one that's completely my fault. So then he threw one of those, and next thing you know, the Niners kick a field goal. They're up 10, and they miss one. Now the Niners are about to cover. And if you saw, you saw what happened. The Rams were down 10. The line was seven and a half. We were getting. You're giving if you're San Fran. They're driving down, driving down. Like, fuck, they're, they're going to kick a field goal. And you're thinking they do need to kick a field goal. It's not like it's out of the possibility. They need a field goal and a touchdown. So you want to do that. You want to go on there, kick a field goal as quickly as possible. Then you get your onside kick. Hopefully you return that and have a chance to tie it up with a touchdown or go for two, whatever you want to do. Denver Broncos style. I'll get to that game as well. Um, but the Rams just took their sweet ass time. They had a chance. They're on a 35. Like, ah, let's just run another play. So then Stafford hits uh, Higby over the middle. And Higby's getting up. He's stretching. He's not. No one's in a hurry. The ref had to take the ball from him. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're, the clock's running. Okay. So then they spike it with four seconds to go. Down 10 with four seconds to go. Mathematically, you're going to lose. There's no way to win. McVay, they have a camera on McVeigh. He's con- he, he realizes it. He's looking back and forth. He's like, ah, four se- ah, you know what? Fuck it. Field goal. Go. They kick a field goal and cover to seven and a half. Ship it. I love Sean McVeigh. Why did he do it? Why did he do it? Did he know the- yes, he knew the point spread. Of course he knew the point spread. But I think he did it. To fuck 49er fans. Half that stadium is full of 49er fans. And 49er fans, if you don't know, folks, folks, see generates, let me tell you, are one of the most underrated worst fan bases in the country, in the league. Niner fans are obnoxious. And they came down there and they packed that stadium. I can see McVeigh saying, fuck these goddamn loudmouth coasters. They come down here. And they're Jerry Rice jerseys, and they're Roger Craig's, and they're Tom Rat. They're the worst. So, and I know they bet on San Fran. I hear them kick the field goal, cover. Fuck you. I wish I w- no no reporter asked me if I, why I kicked the field goal. We all know why I did it to cover. But I wish he did. Someone did just so McVeigh would have could have answered it. On the press conference, why? Oh, why did I kick a field goal? Good question. Because fuck the Niners. That's why. Fuck their fan base, and I hope they all lost money. And he did. Amazing. Amazing cover by the Rams. <laughs> I was here, uh, I was here watching it with Crame Dog and Sean Green. They all had they both had the uh the Niners. 
And I did not feel bad at all. I did not feel bad at all. Especially for Kramer. Well, I'll talk about him in a second. And his, and his, and his Giants. His Giants came back and won. Good for him. Um, it was. As Chase Bentley says, the fuck you feel goal. That's what it was. And they're like, oh, he, he McVeigh did it because... Later down the road, there's a tiebreaker for the divisions. I would love, which which is fine. Those are answers you can say that, okay, that'll legally get you out of trouble. <laughs> but I love the big fan goes, no, no, I didn't do it for that. No, I wasn't thinking about that at all. No, I was thinking I hate these fucking Niner fans. I hate them. And I know they bet their, their awful paycheck on the Niners. So I said, go to hell. I'm kicking a field goal. We cover. Good night, nurse. And I'm fine with that. I am fine with absolutely. That is a disgusting act. <laughs> when he came running out, I mean, good God. You can see McVeigh like pause, like, shit, we, we can't do it. We can't win. Ah, hell with it. Send the field goal. Now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? What, what, I don't know, do you think they, they know the point? Of course they know the point spread. What do you think they're doing all week? Reading the world news? Do you think they give a shit about anything other than football and their teams and everything related to them? Do they know the point spread? Your fucking three-year-old child knows the point spread. Have you seen the TV? It's a goddamn DraftKings commercial every five seconds. Everybody knows the point spread. The point spread is on the game itself. Lock it up. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited, and I won that bet. What else did we win? We won... um, Seattle, that was so easy. That was the easiest one. I'm like, I don't care how injured Seattle is. Detroit beat Kansas City to open the season. They're all hyped up. Everyone wears ski masks. They're doing a Barry Sanders statue. Of course they're going to lose. You couldn't have predicted an easier fucking upset than there's no way Detroit. It's just like Cleveland tonight. Oh, your fan base is happy? Well, then let's fix that. You're going to lose this game. I love now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. I forgot to say this when I gave out the Deshaun Watson uh, rushing prop. I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. I am over 24 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, exactly. Todd Morris. They're going to run the Barry Sanders statue. They're going to lose. That's why he retired early because he hates you, Detroit. That's why all Detroit superstars, Calvin, Rock, Calvin Johnson, they all, they all retire early. There's one out of Detroit. The Barry Sanders statue, by the way, it goes it goes sideline to sideline, side by side, and then it loses three yards. <laughs> or it gains 80 for a touchdown. Nothing in between with Barry Sanders. Greatest running back we've ever seen. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we hit that one, and the other one was Baltimore. Um, Joe Burrow, he's hilarious. He's he's 
People are starting to worry about Cincinnati. They are 0-2. They don't look good. He re-injured his calf. But Burrow, he's a he's amazing me even more and more. He just doesn't give a shit. He's like a he's like if Jay Cutler was good. Like if Jay Cutler won games and you can get to the Super Bowl. He doesn't care. Jay, is everything Joe, is everything okay? You scored three points versus the Browns. Ah, did I? Whatever. Wake me when it's the playoffs. You got to get there first. Ah, we got next week. Now you just lost at home to Baltimore, did we? Hmm. Hmm. That's a shame. Not worried. Don't care. That's Jay Cutler's story at uh, the Hunt Club, which is in the Viagra Triangle in Chicago. He was at a urinal, and this guy goes up pissing next to him in the urinal and goes, Hey, Jay, I also went to Vanderbilt when you were there. And as he's talking about how he went to Vanderbilt, Jay Cutler, mid-piss, pardon me for the vulgar language, cocked his head back straight up and just goes, don't care. <laughs> oh, I miss Jay Cutler. Oh, God damn it. I wish he was an announcer again. I love Jay Cutler. I've always loved Jay Cutler. The indifference is amazing. I was at the NFC championship game freezing. When he was just on a bike, chilling out versus the Packers when they beat the Bears. Whatever. Don't care. We got it next year. But if we win this game, we go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. Not into it. Don't really give a shit. And that's how Joe Burrow is. Anyway, those were the games that we hit. Oh, I'm also going to unveil. Let me go before I hit the uh, read. The Rams game made me come up with a new segment, See generates I don't know if you know uh, the uh, tout service Right Angle Sports. R-A-S. Right Angle. They were a tout service. They used to, back in the day, they used to move lines pretty well. College basketball over-unders is what they were specialized in. They'd, they'd release a pick and lines would move. They don't quite do that anymore, but they still have respect, and they're still fine. They do a release show. A really dramatic release show. Adam Chernoff, who went over there, I'll be like, okay, set up uh, number bet 542, Buffalo. It's a go, go, and you bet Buffalo. Or he'll say, cancel, like to fake it out. Like, so, so people don't know. So people like think the, the line's going to move, but it's not a real play. Like, it's really dramatic. It's ridiculous. But I've noticed something during the Rams Niners game which will be my new segment. And I'm going to do a, I'm also going to do a Sunday release show of puck of picks of white angle sports, white angles, W a S was it's a was release. And I was noticing watching Christian McCaffrey and your puka no coups for the Rams. And, uh, you do Shankovich, the other white receiver they have all the whites skilled position players. And there's only a handful in the NFL. A lot of them, uh, they get their big gains because the defense can't believe they're that fast because they're white. So they take white angles on them. You know, they cut them short. Like McCaffrey had this run up the sideline, and I swear, Ram, Ram defenders were running into each other, Three Stooges style, just fucking like because they both thought he was going short because they couldn't believe that a white guy could run that fast. So they take the white angle on him, and actually, you know, McCaffrey's up the sideline. Same thing with that Puka fucking guy for the Rams. Oh, Cooper Cup's gone. That's all right. We got another. McVay's like, I got another tiny little white for you. 
This guy's Jack, though. His name's Puka. He might be mixed. I don't know. But the defense thinks he's white, so that's all that matters. And it's kind of a good strategy. The white angle sports. Put that in my segment, my segment which I created last show of things you can't say. <laughs> Let me write that down. Let me write down things you can't say. Uh, white angle sports. What was it last week? Josh Allen's a dumb man. I said that. You can't say that. Anyway, I'll write a, I'll write a list of all the things you can't say that I say. Like I said, sure, you can cancel me, but put me on the air first. I need to get put on the air. Then you can cancel me. Then I'll allow it. Anyway, that being said, white angle sports, we're doing good with the picks. We need the Steelers tonight to go 4-0-1 to bounce right back here in the contest picks. Let me take a quick break. We'll do some more NFL recap. <laughs> and talk about that Colorado Dion game, which was amazing. And of course, a man in a box, which I'm still not sure what I'm going to do it about, but we got a few things I have to choose from anyway. Uh, but first let me tell you about hall of fame bets. You win bigger and smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. It's a sports betting analytic platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every line with historical debts and data. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And Underdog Fantasy as a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going 5 for 5. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along. Make your picks. Maybe make a little cash over on the Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Sign up. Use the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And we're back here on the bottom line bombs. Talking about the NFL recap, we're going to do of the weekend. Still a lot to talk about. Underdog Fantasy, by the way, I signed up for that. I use the code SGPN. I'm not just shilling product here. I use it. I'm also not, I'm also a hair club, not just a hair club president. I'm also a member. You guys know that reference? Jesus Christ. My references are so old. Not only my references old, my references like shit I remember as a kid. So you have to be even 20 years older than I am to know my references. Carvel, take me away. Carvel. <laughs> Caldon, take me away. Carvel ice cream, take me away. That was my that was my Caldon. <laughs> it's a snaggle push. Um What was I talking about? Oh yeah, so I signed up for that Dog Fantasy. It's good. Play those play those uh, over unders uh I gave you out today. Give Allen Robinson higher. Deshaun Watson higher rushing. Derek Carr higher passing. Bing. That's three right there. And a Jamal Williams touchdown. That's four. That's a 10 for one. Hit ship it. Ship that one. As I'm watching listeners and viewers drop and leave. I still have NFL recap to do. Um, two games I want to talk about before I get to Colorado is that Denver Bronco game. Oh my God. I had them. I was not an official bomb pick, but I gave that, but I, but I had that. I was with them here. Uh, I don't know how, I, I don't know why I fell for Denver again. How did I fall? I mean, they're up 21 to 3 on Washington Commanders. I'm not like my man uh Kobe. I'll, I'll call them the Commanders. Although like I said, Redskins wasn't the problem. It was the logo with the term Redskins. 
If you use the term Redskins and put like my Irish sunburn face up there, it's fine. We don't care. I know you're still here, JC, because everyone's still here. I'm just joking. People, I get there's why, you know, bugs go in and out and coming in on me. I understand. I understand. Anyway, Denver Broncos, they're up 21 to three and things were looking good. They're driving. It's mid-second quarter and Russ started being Russ. He, he rolls left, whatever, fumbles the ball. And he goes down, and it's sitting right in front of him. And he he could have just picked it up, whatever. He's he's on the ground. He went down, but he just leaves it there, and he starts pointing to the ground. I'm down. He starts pointing to the ref. Hey, ref, I'm down. Like points his finger. That's not a fumble. Okay, great. Can you grab the ball though first, and then make your argument? He just leaves it sitting there. So the Washington guy just jumps on it. It's Washington's ball. Like, yeah, actually, you weren't down, and maybe save your uh, town hall debate. For after we blow the whistle. Not during a live sim. It, it was so Ross. You can tell the Broncos hate him so much. And you can tell it bothers Russ that they hate him. Normally it shouldn't. Like, what do you care? You're a $250 million quarterback married to a smoking hot actress singer or whatever she is. But he cares because he's corny. And then. After he fumbled that up 21 to three, it was the most inevitable loss I've ever seen. Like, oh, they're, they're losing this game. There's no doubt about it. And then Washington scored like the next 35 points. <laughs> and then Denver still almost came back. They scored like three points. After that. Then they threw a Hail Mary to catch. They catch Russell Wilson. He, I, I, he kind of got bothered by it. His Hail Mary was short, which almost seemed, almost seems the best way to do it. Short, and then it just got volleyballed and tipped back in the end zone. They caught it. Like, oh, they caught it. Dial Mary. Then they have to go for two. And then, of course, uh, they don't get it. There was blatant interference on it. And then uh, the refs go to Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean, Sean Payton, fuck you. We don't give you interference calls. Ever since that 2019 NFC Championship game, when you change the rule because of us, I mean, granted, Peyton was right, but NFL refs don't care. Remember the missed interference call in the NFC Championship game, the Saints-Rams? They, they changed the rule for one year. We're like, okay, now you can challenge interference calls because of that blown call. And referees not only uh, hate Sean Payton because of it, but they also, yeah, we're never overturning a pass interference call. So much so that they're open about it that the NFL is like, okay, you can't do that anymore. The refs, we're obviously just wasting time because the refs refused to listen. He did launch that Hail Mary. Russ, listen, and I liked Russ yesterday. I, I bat him in DFS. I had the Broncos. But he's in a weird cult. And like I said, not that... uh you could you could tell when he talks there's something behind his eyes in Russ, Russell Wilson, and not those like sexy like you know sexual assault cults you see on Netflix and all those new hot documentaries that are they're all hot you know like oh the guy who started Pilates was a sexual abuser no shit oh the guy who created yoga raped people no shit. The guy, wanted, the guy who devised a system where women would come into a studio he had rented out somewhere. He's a creep. Get out of here. No, I'm not talking about those 
cults. He's Russell's like the, the old fashioned seventies cults, like the, the cyanide kill yourself. Kool-Aid cults. You could tell robes and homicide cults. Future televangelist Todd Morris says <laughs> he'd make a good televangelist. I'd follow Russ's. I'd follow Russ's sermon. Yeah, he's got like that space science feel to him. Space science religion to him. I mean, anyway. So that was that. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Don't worry though, Bronco fans, if you're out there. Sean Payton says he's going to fix the problem by having Russell Wilson wear a wristband. Got to figure it out. He's not fast enough out of the huddle, so we're going to give him a wristband with the plays on. He goes, I don't care if he is a Hall of Famer. He's, he's not. Uh, I'm giving him a wristband. Okay. Yeah, that, that'll work. Will the uh, wristband be throwing any of the passes for him? Will the wristband not be a fucking weirdo and say, Bronco Nation, let's hide or let's ride? Um, but anyway. They actually have a good game coming up in Miami, which I think they might be a live dog. But I will not fall. I did the same thing last year. I kept falling for these point spreads with Denver and had to take. And I, I can't believe I did it again. So I'm off. I'm off Denver. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, the other game of minor importance that hopefully not Jets-Cowboys. Cowboys won 40-10 to 10 or 30 or whatever the hell it was. 30-10. to 10. They destroyed them. That destroyed the Jets team, their social media team. Sauce Gardner deactivated his Twitter because he got into it with a fan. Brees Hall put four football emojis to signify the four carries he got, which was weird. How did Brees Hall only get four carries? He's the only guy you have left on offense. You have Zach Wilson, a quarterback. Like I said in the last show, and the man in the box with the Aaron Rodgers injury, you hate to see Aaron Rodgers get hurt. You hate to see anyone get hurt. But we also hate to see Zach Wilson be healthy. That's also something you never want to see. You never want to see a healthy Zach Wilson starting on an NFL game on a Sunday. And now we have eight of these fucking Jet primetime games because we thought we were getting Rodgers and we're getting Zach Wilson. And the Jets are trying to sell this shit to us, and the Jet, which is hilarious, because we know the Jets hate Zach Wilson. So stop telling us that you believe in him, because you don't. You don't believe in him. You told us you don't believe him. You told him you don't believe in him all summer long. On Hard Knocks, you're like, "Hey, this is so much better with Rodgers here. It's amazing. So much better than last year." Am I right, Zach? You were there. Hell, you were the reason we were terrible. <laughs> Oh, thank God nothing will ever happen to Aaron Rodgers because then we're fucked. And they are. And he threw for 170 yards. 70 of it was a hitch and go that Garrett Wilson just took to the house. Take that play away. He threw for 100 yards. And they're still talking like, ah, it's different. There was an article. He came in the locker room and all the players consoled Zach Wilson. And one guy just yelled, it's different this year. He's different. Cool. He's a much more mature, terrible quarterback. He's still a terrible quarterback, but he's more mature. Captain Sano, Zach, three picks. They are done. Correct. And that's what I mean. Jets, I, you need to go away. All right? 
We put up with your bullshit all summer long, all off season, all hard knocks. Now that it's over with, you need to go away. I don't want to, we don't want to hear that you're going to rally around your defense or Zach Wilson's our guy. Zach Wilson's not your guy. Unless you do something funny, like bring in Tom Brady, bring in Matt Ryan or Roethl or Phillip Rivers. Someone, if you bring in someone hilarious, okay, we'll let you keep a couple of these primetime spots. But if you're selling us Zach Wilson, even though you don't like Zach Wilson, get we'll see you in 2024. Get out of here. How about Aaron Rodgers saying, I'm, 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 I'm looking for the playoffs. I'm shooting for the play, come back for the playoffs. Are you, Aaron? Because the Jets aren't. What team are you talking about doing the playoffs with? They're hilarious. Oh, man. What do we got here? What are we going to take a look at the time? Man, time is flying by already. I didn't even get to Colorado. Oh, the Survivor Picks. Survivor Picks, we had Buffalo. That was an easy cigar piece. Uh, I also gave out the Giants as a secondary pick if you wanted to get crafty with it. That was a bit of a sweat, huh? Oh, my God. But they, the Giants rallied. They came back. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> That's a new soundbite that I got. Uh, I have to tell my C-Generates. Inadvertently, that was a voicemail on my phone from my uncle Kevin, the Hartford bookie, the legend. I played that for people that are like, "Yeah, I can tell he's related to you." Yeah, this is my uncle. He was a Giant fan. He let, he called, left a voicemail. I let it go to voicemail. The Giants win. I'm letting it go to voicemail. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him and those Giants. They were very lucky, though, for sure. Arizona Cardinals further implode. Tech. The problem with Arizona was Arizona, people are taking Arizona a little too lightly. Obviously, they're not as bad as people thought they're going to be. Dobbs looked great. Connor looked great. They should have won yesterday. They did not. Danny, Danny Dimes rallied. Um, But now their schedule is impossible. They're not going to win until like week 11 or something. And the Giants have a maybe the, maybe the Giants saved their season, or maybe the Giants are still terrible. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> oh, that's all, Uncle Kevin, son of a bitch that he is. The Hartford bookie. He, we are Philly fans. Our my family, we they were all from up in up in Northeast, that Boston area. So they would, uh, <laughs> he would always talk shit. Back in the day, he would call, you know, Giants Eagles was a fun rivalry, and he'd call whoever was winning. And you let it go to the, you, back then, you let it go to the answering machine. And then he'd just say that through the answering machine. So it's going through your house. Like we're hiding underneath the couch in the living room, and the answering machine is just blaring out there. Hey, Randall Cunningham sucks. Like, or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Kevin is hilarious, Todd Moore. So you you got you're right about that, uh, <laughs> and he is one of the, the one of the best ones of that was the ninety. The Flyers were in the Stanley Cup. They got swept by Detroit pretty hard, and he liked uh, he he's anti Philly, but he also liked Brendan Shanahan. He had an Irish name. He thought he was Irish, 
and he used to play for the Whalers, the Hartford Whalers, who was his team. Obviously, he lives in Hartford. He's a Hartford bookie. My other uncle, Hartford cop. That's uh, that's how the Sullivans do it. We're cops and bookies. And he used to, but anyway, he would call and we'd let it go to the answer machine because the Red Wings were scoring like every single minute. They they destroyed the Flyers. <laughs> it was just like Shanahan, Shanahan, and we'd be like, cowering under the couch. Oh man! All right, that's enough, Uncle Kev. He got it. He got his shout out. I'll give him one more time. One more time. I bought them Giants, baby. <laughs> huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> and that's it. And then if you try to call him back, he'll blow. He'll put the phone off the hook. He's still got the landline. He'll take the phone off the hook. You'll get the old-fashioned busy signal. If you ever want to hear a busy signal, I'll give out the Uncle Kevin, Kevin hotline. He'll love it. Oh, man, I could really troll him. But I won't. Not not this yet. Maybe after the I'll, I'll wait till the fucking Niners destroy the Giants next week. Anyway, before we get to the man in box segment, let's talk a quick college. That Colorado game. Holy shit. Saturday night. What a What's going on there in Boulder, Colorado? Good Lord. The Rock is there. Offset is there. Whoever, whoever at Migos, there's basketball. I mean, there's just celebrities all over the place. What's going on? It was incredible. Ferrari. I don't know what sounds. I don't know what sound bites to play. Oh, God, I missed this for the fucking white angle sports. I mean, I'm just here to bring diversity to this set here. Give the kind of white man's perspective. Well, thanks for the point guard position. <laughs> but uh, Dion, they won somehow. They should have lost, but that was an amazing game. It had everything. Cheap shots, fights. You had 80 yards, interception returns. You had old rappers. That was Mac Jones or something. Um, Dion at halftime, he was hilarious. They're like, okay, what's wrong, Dion? You guys are losing. Because I don't know. We got problems. We got to fix it. Great. How are you going to fix it? Because I, I don't know. That's not what I do. Uh, <laughs> I fucking, I, I get, I get the rock to come to the games. That's what I, that's my job. I have coordinators. They'll fix the problems. And he's right. He should do it. Like I said, this Dion experiment is great. S- more celebrity coaches have coaches players want to play for. Mel Tugger just got fired. Todd Morris, breaking news. Let's get into the breaking news segment of the bottom line, Bob. Speaking of slightly coaches. And that's what I'm saying. We knew we knew they were going to fire Mel Tugger because Tugger, good, good name. Um, they just had to figure out a way not to pay him $90 million. Now, Michigan State should follow the Colorado follow the Colorado uh, pipeline and get a celebrity coach, hire Eminem, get a Michigan celebrity in there or anybody, you know, that players will want to run to. He doesn't care. Get some coordinators around Eminem. If his daughter, a full ride, whatever cares. Get Migos an offset out there. And you win yourself a national championship. I'm all for it. Zach is different. And then they won. Colorado State choked that game away, by the way. I don't think Dion even knows the college rule, overtime rules. And why should he? He can't. They're stupid. He can't believe it. He's like, all right, we want the ball first. No, you don't. You want the ball second in college. We do? Whatever. 
Just give us the ball. Kickoff return team, get out there. Yeah, it's not a kickoff either. It's right on the 25. Oh, okay. So Colorado State's choked by punting the ball and letting them go 98 yards for a touchdown. And then it's overtime. Colorado scores. Then Colorado State scores. Go for two. They like your your defense is tired. Get the fuck out of there. Go for two. I'm like, did they change the rules where you have to go for one? How's he not going for two and trying to get the hell out of here with a win? That was amazing. He 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 panicked. He shit the brick. He was like, because he started the fight with the whole like, I don't like guys who wear their sunglasses in there, you know, and their mama. Then he realized he talked about uh, Dion's mama. And there was 80. And then you ever say he got in a fight where he's like, uh oh, I might have been off more than I could chew. And he was about to get jumped. So he panicked. That's exactly what happened. And the referees, they were trying to say the referees were like the rest from white men can't jump out there from the tournament. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. There was cheap shots left and right, but it was pretty amazing. Amazing game. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell. But Colorado wins. That's what the celebrity cars do. They go to Oregon next week and uh, whatever. I did like how the game the game ended like at two in the morning because we're like, all right, Dion, we love you. We love you, Coach Prime. We love we love your team. We want to throw you on TV. Game day is coming. Fox kickoffs coming. We're gonna put you in prime time for you, prime time. But um, we're not abiding by uh, your bullshit mountain time zone. Okay. You're going on East Coast time zone because that's where TV ratings are. We're we're not we're doing we're not doing we're not we're doing normal time zones. Not your Mork and Mindy nonsense that is the mountain time zone. We don't even know what that is. You're not going on at 530, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> oh boy, anyway. So shout out to Colorado for making, making, I mean, that was just a celebrity. It was crazy. The celebrities, are, it's nuts. I don't know what they're going to see. But anyway, it makes college football watch it. That helps the C block. Anyway, let's get to the box. Oh, man, the show gets so late all the time. Thank you, thank you, and thank you, everyone, C-Generates, who are here live on the YouTube. There's so many of you in the comments. I'm excited. Part of the C-Block. Make sure you hit the like button, of course. I always tell you that. The thumbs up, like I say every week here. I don't care if you actually like the show. I don't care if you like me. If you like my Uncle Kevin. Lie. Lie when you hit that thumbs up button. Just hit it. Doesn't matter. You don't have to like it. Tell the algorithm you do. Anyway. What should we talk about here in the man in the box? I said I was going to the Dodger game tonight, even though it was a double Monday night football game. That's another thing about the West Coast. I'll, most of the football will be done by it. It's kind of great. I kind of like the West Coast, the West Coast time zone. Um, games are on 10 in the morning. You get, you, you, you get shit out of the way. Although there's two different ways of looking at it. Like Sunday football. It starts at 10 a.m., second game's at 1, then you're the night, and then you could go out at night if you want, you know, after the Sunday night game. You're, your old day's bummed by 8. The other way of looking at it is I don't want to go out. I want this to take up my entire day, which I get that too. I want a 1 o'clock start, then 4 o'clock, then 8 o'clock, and I want to pass out with football around me. 
Central's good for that too because it's a noon three, then uh, seven thirty. That's a pretty good time zone too. So I get the, I get both sides of the argument. But here you can get some things done. I can watch Monday Night Football and then I can go to this Dodger game. I got a free ticket. I'm going to go. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm interested in the Dodger game, and I'll and I'll let you know on Thursday. See generates. Every single time I've gone to a Dodger game, it's it's like a Hotel California. You can get in, but getting out's impossible. Every time I'm walking out, I'm walking out. There's ten thousand other people with me. We're walking. We're walking. Because you don't drive and park there. You take an Uber, you take the bus, you take whatever, you take the shuttle, whatever you want to do. But then when you're walking out, people sometimes will walk to the Little Joy Bar or the Short Stop Bar. There's only a couple bars around there you can walk to. I'm on a path with 10,000 other people, and the next thing I know, I'm by myself on a wooded, uh, some kind of dirt trail where there's no road and there's nothing but cars leaving, going by me, heckling and throwing things at me. I don't know where everybody went. Everyone disappeared. How the fuck do you get out of here? There's no signs. You think you're in civilization. Next year, you're not. I've yet to make a successful exit out of Dodger Stadium on foot. So we'll see if that happens tonight. I'll give you an update Thursday. Anyway, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to talk about in the box here, but I am in the box. Um, let's see. There was the YouTube. I talked about the Vegas hacking thing. How about the YouTube band? Oh, that was a fun video that went out. YouTube did a surprise concert at Fremont Street downtown. The shoot of they're shooting a video for their new song down there. Thirty years ago, they did. I still haven't, I still haven't found what I'm looking for down there in downtown. Then they did a pop up concert. This band has consent issues. You too. They put their they put their album on your phone without you asking. They're popping up downtown Vegas with their awfulness on a flatbed truck. Jesus Christ, I'm just trying to get over to the, I'm trying to get over to the D, to the plaza, Bono, and play a little Sigma Derby, and I got to listen to you moan about AIDS or whatever the fuck you're singing about. Just kidding. I don't mind you two as much. I mean, they're annoying, obviously. But as an Irishman, you have to defend them a little bit. I saw the, uh, I still believe Octang Baby is a great album, and I saw their, that tour was it the Zuropa tour or a fucking? It was a huge tour. It was at the Vet Veterans Stadium in Philly. <laughs> I mean, that was a stadium. They were doing stadiums. Primus opened up for him. What a weird opening band for U two. U two fans did not know what to do with Primus. But you know, when you open for a band like that in a stadium, it's like at, you know six p.m. The sun's out. It's it's just weird. But it was awesome watching Primus play for U two fans. He would have the big front, the Octung baby. Then he would he would call President Bush, old man Bush. That's how old I am, and that's how old this shit tour was. At the end of the concert, he tried to call George Bush. Is the president there, Mister Bush? It's Bono. I want to know what you're doing about the Iraq War. I'm bought. I don't even know what accent I'm trying to do there. But anyway, what a nightmare. I know. I still can't get that phone off my album. That album off my iPhone either. You know, it's funny, and I don't use iTunes. It's the only album I have on there, really. I have a couple of individual songs. I use Spotify. Like I said, the, the list you want people to think you are, even though Shazam is who you really are. 
So sometimes, and you know how iPhones have that quick trigger finger too? Like you pick, you pick it up and it just fucking hits. And like, oh, actually, you're calling somebody. Like, it's got a sensitive trigger finger iPhones. So it'll load up that iPhone. Next, you know, that awful U2 album is just blaring. I'm at dinner or something with a, you know, I'm at a movie. And next, you know, I got Bono moaning about goddamn third world countries. Get off my phone. And into my car. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I did a thing. Oh, I was going to talk about that, too. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> you like hearing that, fans? I don't want to talk about that. There's so much to talk about. You got the games tonight. Oh, my God. It's almost 3 o'clock. Um, and we have to have lunch. I got to pass. I was going to talk about Pat. Uh, it was a Dane Cook story. I don't think I'm going to get into it. Good guy. I met Dane Cook on Friday. I did a thing while I was filming a thing, and he was he was part of it. He was he was part of it. He was nice, you know. It always sucks when you meet someone you don't want to like, and they're nice. They're always everyone's nice. Why wouldn't he be nice? He's rich. I'd be nice too. There's nothing to complain about. But he's, he's a totally great guy. Although at one point we we're having lunch, there was a taco truck for a lunch, and I had a fucking a burrito or the Chipotle chicken burrito. And they threw garlic fries on there. I didn't even ask, but they threw the garlic fries on there. So I got the basket. I'm going back to the table to find a spot to eat lunch. And he, Dane Cook comes walking down the hallway. Hey, how's the truck out there? How's things looking? And he, like, he investigates. My, he puts his head right in my basket like, to look in it like a, doing like his dinosaur impression. What are we looking at? Oh, and he goes, oh, that's a, that's a lot. That's too much. I'll eat half. I'll eat half of that. Like, what the fuck you, Dane? I didn't, I didn't serve this myself. It's not a buffet up there. It's not like I loaded my plate up. It's what they gave me. I ordered it and they gave it to me. Don't you veil fat fit me, dang cook. <laughs> then afterwards, he sees me. How'd it go down? How'd it go down? Go, go fuck you. Like my foot's going to go down your throat, dang cook. Dang cook. Big Daddy Dane. But like I said, he was a good guy. <laughs> Other than that, that was weird. I was a I get it. You don't have to say. Well, I'm not going to eat that. That's too much. All right. Keep that to yourself, Dane Cook. Anyway, um, yeah, shout out for that. Maybe maybe something will come out of that. Maybe nothing ever comes out of it, ever. That's LA for you. But that's fine. Um, that's going to do it for the man in the box. Thank you, everybody who came here to watch the show live and you got all those Monday night football bombs for you. Don't forget. Don't forget to hammer those. Oh, no need to recap. Go to the top. If you want to do it, um, follow me on all the, on the social handles, Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken. Not like Liam Neeson, like the name was taken. So I just, I left it at that. CJ Sullivan was taken with underscores in between the words at CJ Sullivan underscores, a Twitter handle. I threw some dates up there. I'll be in Chicago end of the month, September 29th, 30th. Chase Bentley is out there in Chicago. I'll be, doing, I'll be there for the weekend doing shows. Um, other than that, give me a review. Five star it. Best review or funniest review or worst review. I don't care. It gets a free man in the box t-shirt. Follow Blackout Diaries. My other podcast I do with Sean Flannery about drinking stories. Also very fun. Um, other than that, let's see. Yeah, we'll be back Thursday for Live Bombs. For the Thursday night game between the Giants and the Niners. 
Ah, Buck, they're giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> and we'll be doing some contest picks, of course, and uh, things of that nature. Um, yeah, that's great. That's it. That's it. It's time to get out of here. Let it ride. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any fucking themes like uh, catchphrases to say to get out of here with. But I should. That should do it anyway. Um, yeah, let's let's get out of here. Oh, yeah. ha. Thank oh. you, guys. Vietnam, L.O.B., Crooklyn, my brethren on the other side. Pay the smack, give a call, let them know I'm stepping on the curb. So the loser.